Coming up, we're going to talk about the latest Wizarding World of Harry Potter news. Plus, we're also going to discuss the Today Show Eatery that will be coming to Universal Studios Florida. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 209 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clevin. Hello. Hello. And uh, let me just give you a little bit more levels there. I want to make, make sure we can hear you there. That's better. Levels. 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 Yeah, we'll get there. Or you'll just start talking loudly. I probably will talk oh. about this loud. Hey, there we go. We got that. Okay. So, uh, yes, it's been a while since we've been back uh, in the studio as of recent. Of course, the last two weeks, we kind of had episodes that were filmed a little bit prior in advance. And so, uh, it's nice to be back in and get things going. And you know what? Shame on me for taking a vacation, because every single time we take a va- I take a vacation, I say, nothing new is going to be released. Nothing's going to be announced. And Basically, it was just two weeks full of new information that wasn't out before. Well, a week and a half or so, and of course, I I was around the the day that the the news about Hagrid's magical creatures motorbike adventure came out, and we'll talk about that a little bit at the end because I was in studio for that. Rhino wasn't, so I want to pick his brain on that one just a little bit, like like I'm picking Your bugs from his hair, like oh. a like an uh, like a monkey. M- yes, exactly like that. Thank you. I couldn't remember which creature did that. I was going to say pick ants from his fur like an ant eater, but that's I don't not think right. They do that. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they get it right from the ground. And yeah, so there is that. And then the Today Show, uh, the Today Cafe to be in particular, that's coming up. And then finally, the final news with it, the one that we're going to kick off with, just because it's been the most recent. Uh, I'm not going to make you sit through the old stuff if you already know it, love it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But last week, they announced the Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle projection show that will be coming Mm. to Universal Parks. The so, Slytherins will be thrilled. Oh, they absolutely will be thrilled uh, by dark arts. I mean, we're talking dark arts. We're talking Dementors, Death Eaters, and other unspeakable creatures, including Acromantula, Mountain Trolls, and Thestrals. And this is according to Universal Orlando as they release this information. And uh, yeah, they... They also had to throw in, of course, they will throw in, hasn't been out yet, but uh, Voldemort will be there. Lord Voldemort, depending on your allegiance. I don't know which one you would consider him, Rhino. Just Voldemort. Just Voldemort for you? That's it. That's who he is for me. I'm actually a Tom Riddle guy myself. I don't accept him beyond his name change. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm, that's the same way I felt about Prince. It's like, you're never going to be the artist formerly known as Prince. You're just Prince. 
Well, I think he was only known as the artist formerly known as Prince because nobody can pronounce this. He was just known as the symbol, yeah, and there was no word for the symbol. But then he became the artist formerly known as Prince, and that's how you were to refer to him. I know I don't. I was barely alive during that time <laughs> period, so I can't really speak on it anyways. But yeah, Lord Voldemort, Voldemort, Tom Riddle will be there, and the show won't conclude until one of the Wizarding World's most famous defensive charms is cast again. Uh, Expecto Patronum. Yeah, that's it, which it could be that. That's what it is. Or, you know, it could be... Uh, They're going to kill everyone in the crowd of Cadaver. No, it, well, that's what it's going to be. It's Harry's going to show up and Expelliarmus. Like, once again, how are you able to defeat the Dark Lord with a basic spell when he's trying to straight up kill you but this is super exciting right now there is no official release date for this new show i'm assuming that halloween time period would probably be uh definitely a a lock-in for a good time to release it i mean summer would be great i would take it in spring i would take it in the summer but for me that fall period is going to be Probably, I, I'm not saying that's when it's going to happen. That's when I would be most excited to watch a show like this. And you know, we we talked about uh, way back when when they introduced all the Halloween related events to the Wizarding World out in Japan. And like, if we can't have that, then this is a nice step in that direction. I mean, I, I would love if we could have the Halloween stuff too. I would love if this is like the tease into it. Like we're starting with the castle show and then we're also going to add a fun little death eater show that we have set up on the, the stage and throughout the land. Like I, I would love for it to go in that direction, but I, I love these projection shows. I'm super excited that there's a new one. Still, I think we we both agree the Christmas one is the superior the best, of the two. Yeah. yeah, and then beyond that, the the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle. It's a it's a fun show. It's not perfect, but it's it's fun. I think this is going to stand out and be a favorite for many people because deep down there's a little there's a little Slytherin in all of us, isn't there? No, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know there's a little. Someone at some point is slithering to you. Gross. (laughs) Um, I'm just, I think it's cool that they have, uh, like, it feels like they don't sit on this property ever. You know, know, it it feels like, I'm not, I don't mean this in a negative way toward Disney. Well, maybe I do. I don't know. But Disney, you know, sometimes something happens and you're like, no, this will be here for 20 years, you know, or 10 years even. You know it's going to be there for a long time. With Universal, it's kind of like, they want to make sure... They don't want the rice to burn. They keep stirring the pot so it doesn't stick to the bottom. And so that's what they do with Harry Potter. It's like, it feels fresh. You know, it, it, I like that they keep adding projection shows and changing it up. And, you know, it, they could have kept the other ones for like two more years and done nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And the, there's a, the rotation in them. Yeah. I don't need the Christmas one to be updated necessarily like every single year. No, I want to look if forward I'm to it. Almost, yeah, if I'm only seeing the Christmas one, you know, I I would say maybe after three years, try to get a little bit of an update to it. That's that's 
in my opinion, that's when things could start to get a little bit a little bit stale with it. But if they have enough that they can constantly rotate out, we're not going to get as tired of it. But then after some amount of time, I would like to see a little bit of an update to even like I, I would love to see a different take on Christmas eventually and then maybe switch back and forth between the two. You never know which one you're going to get. If you're going to get the classic show or you're going to get the old show, kind of like uh, the, kind of how I I accept Disney and applaud them for what they did with the Tower of Terror projections, mm-hmm. with, especially this past Christmas season. They they come out with the four shows constantly rotating. And this year, you know, they want to take it to the next level with a little bit of extra laser effects Lasers. and stuff. So Universal, I feel like they're doing the same thing in, as far as these projection shows are going. They're they're really making sure that they're keeping it unique and also timely. And the projection shows are just a great way to infuse extra Potter in the park, give a little bit of nighttime activity mm-hmm. to Islands of Adventure. But then also, they doesn't rely on timeliness it doesn't rely on well what's happening in the fantastic beast franchise how can we get how can we somehow make daniel radcliffe and the rest of the gang get younger so we can start using them for clips again they don't have to worry about any of that stuff with these projection shows because they can find ways to work around the footage that they already have yeah and in everything and anything they can create and uh, mike aiello and his gang that that has been doing everything with with the projection shows and then also the the nighttime celebration show fountain show over at universal studios florida like they they have tapped into something really special with all of them and i'm glad that they're they're putting the energy and effort into it and they're really going to town with them and this one should be fun dark yeah. arts hogwarts castle catch it hogwarts Hergert's Castle. Catch it later this year. So let's move on to the Today Show, the Today Cafe. So uh, a while back here now, a couple months, month and a half or so, uh, and it's been two months. What year is it? It's March. 19. (laughs) Yeah, it was March. So I think it was shortly after Christmas time is when the Beverly Hills Boulangerie in Hollywood, right as soon as you enter the park, to, uh, you know, it's on that weird intersection of Production Central and Hollywood that got walls put up all around it, and and it was clear that it wasn't just a quick refurb. I mean, they started they started heavy construction pretty fast on it, and and it was clearly going to change. And you know what? I think it deserved the change. I it was a place that I always walked into. It, mostly for like drinks, like water, <laughs> and we did the Halloween dessert there. Yeah, um, we did. The Stranger it, Things. It was uh, like dark. It's L- old. like the palette. Yeah. yeah, it is a remnant of like the '90s Universal architecture. I feel like for sure. Yeah, it was very old, and I think my preconceived notions of walking in there were like, okay, well, even though all these desserts and sandwiches and everything in here look good. The building is so freaking old that I'm going to judge everything before even trying it because it just feels like it should all be gross and old. And I really don't want to harp on that too much. It's no, gone it's, now. It's like so one it of those, matter. like when you walk into a, I'm not, I don't mean this again. I don't mean this in a, such a negative way, but you know, when you go to a strip mall and there'll be like a food plate and they're like, somebody takes you there and they're like, this is the best food. And you're like, mm, everything looks. St- yellowed <laughs> yeah nah, it's, give uh, me that vibe 
Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. So they clearly Universal also saw an issue with it. So they decided that they need to change things up. And we are getting now the Today Cafe because of it. What eh? a weird thing to have themed this after is all I think. I, I'm not going to lie. When they were like, oh, it's Today I was like, what? Like the Today Show? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Because um, that's on NBC. Um, yeah. But... I as I read the menu, I got excited. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll get there. And of course, as Rhino just pointed out, the Today Cafe is obviously going to be very similar to Studio One A, where today is filmed every day. And so we're going to see the aesthetic that you would see kind of on that show. So a lot of a lot of white space, a lot of studio lamps uh, overhead setting the mood and atmosphere, plenty of orange, brightly some nice lit. wood palettes. Yeah, very, very brightly lit, I have a feeling. Uh, it's going, it, it has that modern look to it. It just feels clean does based on the concept you, art. Does this remind you of one of the resorts a little bit? Like it kind of gives me... It gives me the vibe a little bit of like this is kind of what the um, Sapphire Falls like this could be. Um, I get more Aventura from it. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. I was th- in Sapphire Falls. I was thinking about that place that has the ice cream and the sandwiches. Yeah. And that, that thing. Well, yeah, no, I, Aventura for sure. Actually, no. I, I see what you're going for there. Yeah. You're you're kind of right with that too. And I, I feel like the the orange, the vibrant orange they're going with, actually counteracts the Sapphire Falls blue. Yeah. Perfectly. So I, I do see it as like a nice complement to each other. It it is very much in that style that that Lowe's and Universal are doing everything yeah. in together. Modern, sleek, stylish, very uh, you know, very IKEA friendly. And uh, IKEA. It looks like an IKEA cafe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. No, no, no. In the best of ways. Like there's literally in the concept art is a girl reading a book. And I'm like, I want to be that girl reading yeah. this book. It, I think she also has a plate of Swedish meatballs, if I can see that. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's it's fun though. We all love good IKEA meatballs. Who doesn't? I do. And of course, in the background, they'll be showing uh, some clips of today throughout your meal, potentially, even if it's maybe if it's airing live, you'll be able to see it. But let's talk about what's going to be available there. It it has the potential to definitely slide down the hill very quick, mm-hmm. in my opinion, based on the food that they have displayed. But it could also be very delicious. I know that was very vague, and I should have saved that for after we talk about it. But let's go to it, uh, starting with the coffee. Uh, they are going to have their own signature coffee blend that will be exclusive to the restaurant. Uh, that will include the coffee, drip coffee you get there, cappuccinos, espressos, lattes, iced coffee. That will all be available. And they will also have wine and beer on tap. So I think if that's you're a, interesting. Well, if you're a Hoda head, then you have to, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, have that's to have true. some wine. You do. Yeah, I, I understand that Kathy Lee is finally stepping wine. down. <gasps> I mean, not that she was on today. Uh, not that she was currently she's on her other thing whatever they do i don't watch it all so someone will correct me in it on that but all i know about them is from saturday night live (laughs) all i know is that hoda and kathy lee liked wine hoda got promoted i thought at one point because of other incidents yeah and maybe she didn't and kathy lee needs to retire eventually because there's only so much plastic surgery well there's only so many people that can run that sweatshop (laughs) for her huh That was her thing on Regis. I remember right before toward the end, the sweatshop. And then you're like, she disappeared for a while. And then she showed up on Today's show. And then you're like, now she's disappearing again. And you're like, 
What'd you do this time, Kathy? <laughs> I, I imagine that's what she sounds oh. like. <laughs> oh, outrageous. <laughs> Ridge. Okay, fantastic. So let's talk about the menu beyond the coffee. We have a classic Italian sandwich that includes porchetta, spicy capicula, coppa, provolone cheese, roasted tomato, arugula, basil, aioli on a baguette. I want that potato salad that's with it. Yeah, that's classic rhino. Ignored the rolled up Italian meats yeah. and go straight for the potato salad. Mm-hmm. That's just what he does. So I know this next food item is right up rhino's alley. Oh, very excited. Yes, you should be excited about this avocado toast. So getting in the, the 21st century here with fresh avocado, tomato, cucumber, artichokes, grilled red onion, roasted red pepper, tomato, aioli, spring mix on toasted farmer's white bread. Yeah, it looks like the thinnest piece of white bread. Like it's one bread thing that's my only thing here is i'm like oh that's a pretty also i don't like white bread but whatever you don't think there'll be artisanal i wish it was artisanal bread listen i don't have a problem with white bread if it's there's a dedicated reason i worst type of bread for you no if you go into a supermarket and get a white wonder bread it is the worst type for you it's the only kind my grandfather we had seven slices of while he's eating his dinner mixing it all around with the bread let's be real on that even even some of the breads you have to look like oh it's whole grain it's like yeah but why does it have 300 grams of sugar and well it's sugar bread that's why it's whole grain sugar bread so i'm gonna save my judgment on the white bread being used for the avocado toast Personally, I feel like if you're really concerned about what you're putting in you, then you should start worrying about, like, what's what's going on in this tomato aioli? Why do we need a tomato aioli when we already have tomatoes on there? Yeah, that is a good point. Um, Where's the balsamic? There's no way it's going to look like this picture either. No. Balsamic, <laughs> throw me an egg. No, Come I, on, man. I, I can... I hope every single one delivered to you looks like exactly this picture. Like this thing. Like, I, I can't wait till we go when this opens and we do a reality versus expectation. Oh, I bet it'll be pretty at the, if they do a, I can't imagine there's going to be a media event for this, but like. You never know. Hey, the taste is all that matters. Yeah. That's ultimately what it matters. If it doesn't look like the picture, that's fine as long as it tastes good. Uh, moving on, the Asian-inspired chicken salad that contains baby arugula, Napa cabbage, radicchio, shiitake mushrooms, daikon sprouts, and wasabi cashews topped with soy peanut vinaigrette. This would kill my wife. I was just thinking, like, the very smell of this is going to send her to the emergency room. Yeah, uh, most most definitely. It, it sounds interesting. Oh, it, it, sounds, it looks good, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot going on in there, but I, I do love a good shiitake mushroom. So I know you're not wild about mushrooms, but that's fine. That's fine. Shiitake I allow. Shiitake I am okay with. And I love any type of anything dusted with wasabi on it. Oh, yeah. So like when you get the, the wasabi, uh, the little, whatchamacallit, the crunchy ones. The little balls? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I love those. So bring on the wasabi They don't use wasabi me. in enough things, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I disagree. I Sorry, I agree with that. I'm too always disappointed when they don't use enough wasabi. And then on top of it, when they do use wasabi, they don't use enough of it because they're like, well, we don't want people burning their yeah. mouths. Like, I'm not eating wasabi. That's what we're here because, for. Yeah, I'm eating it because I'm coming for the flavor, for the heat, for the jam packed. Give it to me. You've been jammed. You have been jammed. So roasted cauliflower salad, salad, salad. 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 That's it. Uh, Brussels sprouts, arugula, farro, avocado, and prosciutto topped with lemon oil, olive oil, 
olive oil vinaigrette. This also looks really good. Yes. So this oh. one's more my speed. I love that they have glasses of wine next to like all the yeah. food. They're like, you can get drunk here. Yeah. <laughs> the coffee you is can for the pastries. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. The wine is for us. The wine the wine is for everyone who's not getting pastries, who's enjoying these uh, nice plates. This is right up my alley. There are not enough Brussels sprouts ever being used in anything. And the fact that they're going to have the balls to use Brussels sprouts with cauliflower mm. and avocado. I can't imagine this will be on the menu very long. As much as I am into it because I'm like all about trying to be healthy and stuff, but... I'm hoping they fry those. <laughs> yeah, that, Not deep fry, just like pan sear them or something because I can't eat uh, like. Um, oh, you know, you can tell the Brussels. Are you're talking about the Brussels? Sprouts? Yeah, the Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah no, no. When they're like, if they're boiled or something, they smell like. No, those are roasted. Like they are 100% roasted. Maybe sauteed a little bit, then roasted to really soften up there. But there we go. That's uh, good. Yeah, no, that that's the way to do it. But yeah, no, some. I'm guessing this one will be off the menu quickly because someone will walk and be like. Where's my cheeseburger? <laughs> like, oh, well, we have this delicious roasted cauliflower salad. Is it deep fried? <laughs> Can you make it a cheeseburger salad? <laughs> Can you make it a cheeseburger salad? No, we can't. <laughs> no, sir. No. I brought my own bun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we laugh because it's us. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. And uh, the vegan sandwich. So a new vegan item for us to try when it comes out. Oven roasted portobello mushrooms, peppers, zucchini, carrots, vegan jalapeno cheese, sun-dried tomato pesto on cranberry okay. artisan bread. It sounds good. And then you lose me at the cranberry artisanal bread. Like, Don't get me wrong. Cranberry capital of the world right here. I'm literally wearing the color cranberry right now. I... I am the only thing I don't like cranberries and is cranberry bread unless it's like cranberry bread. You're having a slice of this like you'd have a slice of pumpkin loaf or lemon, whatever. Cranberry bread, fine. But when they make it in cranberry sliced bread, I don't know why. It's like I don't like um, cinnamon raisin bagels either. Yeah. I love I love cinnamon. Love raisins. Oh, see, put them together. I don't yeah, love I don't love raisins. I don't like I don't want a hot raisin in my bagel. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean I just don't like raisins. So that's why I'm I, but I am also not on here if if the sweetness of the cranberries and the bread helps uh, off put the the savory side of the the peppers and the zucchini and the jalapeno cheese, I could be on board with this one. I don't know if I've ever had like cranberries with a spicy thing before. So that I am intrigued a little bit. I feel like I have, though. I've had, like, a cranberry jalapeno jelly. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I, I feel like I've had it before. Maybe it's something I, I made I in my like dreams. I brought you back a habanero jelly from somewhere, and it was definitely... I don't know if it was cranberry, but it was it was something. Yeah, I, I've had plenty of berry with jalapenos and stuff. One of my one of the beers I enjoy a lot from Two Henry's in good old... Uh, what is it? Lakeland? Is it Lakeland? Florida. It's somewhere down there. If you're driving from Orlando to Tampa to Henry's, a small yeah. little brewery attached yeah, that's Lakeland. to a really awful winery. I just went there two weeks ago. I'm not even kidding you. I didn't know that two Henry's was newer. It didn't used to be attached. They didn't used to be one thing, and now it's, they are. Yeah, it's been many years yeah. since you were there. Uh, yeah. But they one of the beers, I don't like a lot of their beers. I don't like a majority of their beers. All of their keel and curly wine is like just... It it is the most disgusting fruit wine you can have. It's it would only the make crab apple. Yeah, the it's crab. made from the crab apple. The crab, the crab apple. Uh, it would be right up Herb er, Erlinger. Herb Erlinger. Herb Erlinger. Herb Erlinger. It'd be right up his alley. 
for me, they're all disgusting, but they make a blueberry jalapeno porter. Yeah, I had that. Delicious. It was real good. Yeah. So I'm all for the berries mixed with the jalapenos. So I think this one has some promise. And they showed off some pictures of some of the other items, including like a cheese plate, uh, fruit tarts, other pastries, uh, granola with other sorts of fruits served with it. And, you know, salads with feta and kale and chicken. So lots, lots of stuff, lots of, lots of good stuff here. So I am, we don't have an opening date for it. Just like, just like uh, the first dark arts projection show, but we do know that it is coming and it will be in that space. I'm I'm actually pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. Like this looks like a cool place for someone. Like if we're there and we have to work for a second or I just, I like that now it looks like there could be another place to go where it. I won't just have to go to Harry Potter to get like chicken or something like that when I just want to eat something that's not super... I don't want to be like unhealthy is not what I want to say, but super theme parky food. Yeah, you don't want it when you don't want to eat crap. When I don't yeah. want to eat at Mel's. Granted, we do enjoy the I vegan like the options. Chicken sandwich yeah. there. I almost got it the other day we, again. We like the chicken sandwich. We like the Impossible Burger. We like the jacket potatoes in the Wizarding World. Mm-hmm. We like all the food in the Wizarding World. We like fast food Boulevard. So there's a lot there, but then there's still so many bad restaurants. This is a new restaurant coming in that is going to bring the that next level food that you find in the wizarding world and in in the hotels i feel like it's going to be brought into the theme parks now that is a huge deal still like many other people websites just common people who have a brain have pointed out it makes no sense that this is at the front of the park when you come in instead of say new york an entire land you know, themed <laughs> this entire thing is themed to a show that's shot in new york yeah there's there's some conflicting points to that but otherwise i'm all bo- I'm, I'm on board for this yeah. i i think this is going to be a huge upgrade it was nothing against beverly hills boulangerie in the past again i was just pretty much a terrified because the restaurant's so run down why would i think anything in there is good but this has me intrigued this has me uh Tishified. So the last final thing I wanted to talk about, again, mostly for Rhino's perspective here, since he didn't get his input on the other week. But of course, uh, a couple weeks back, they announced that Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure will be opening June 13th, 2019. Rhino, excited? Oh, yes. Heck yes. I am very excited. Um, I... I had a debate with a friend recently because he tried to say that he was not very excited for it at all. And he is sad that uh, Dueling Dragons or Dragon Challenge closed. And I was like, why are you sad? Like, I get it. I get that it was a coast that you like, but that was supposed to go away whenever this land was built. I don't know if it was like supposed to, supposed to, but I'm like, I didn't like that it was pre-existing overlaid into a new story i prefer that it's harry potter and we love everything they've done so much that i prefer it to be like a completely new design from the ground up plan like how would you feel if one of the star wars land went over the backlot tour and they're like here's your tour of all the best bin movies yeah like that would be terrible and so i i'm very excited for this plus i love the look of the ride vehicles like being the motorcycle seems really cool too and I don't know. And there's going to be animatronics in it? Come on. Oh, yeah. No, the animatronics. And I've heard, uh, you know, there's there's very accurate information out there that has been shared for a long time now about what the animatronics are going to be. And I know there's a Hagrid. Yeah. And 
just from from my inside baseball that I've gotten on it, it is is it, it's all going to be as impressive as it sounds. Uh, plenty of people, you know, they the smarter people who have more time on their hands than us have tracked out the exact ride layout and where everything is going to be with it, and it's 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 accurate and. Do you think it's going to be exciting? Let me ask you this. You think it's going to be fast moving, fast paced? Like you're going to be like, whoa, I'm going fast. Like I, it's going, I think it's going to perfect rides similar to stuff like seven doors, mine train, where they know they need to slow you down at portions to be able to enjoy the scenes that you're, you're putting in. Mm -hmm. But then also there will be moments where this is faster paced, not, not super fast paced. And so also not just seven doors, mine train, but in the same style as, as, um, escape from Gringotts, but that's also different because you have to come to a lot more stops there with the 3d and everything. So, I I think it's going to be a a very well done version that kind of blends everything together that's currently happening right now in I think parts. people need to realize too there isn't going to be a giant Hagrid in the front of every ride vehicle. <laughs> I've seen a debate about that and I, and someone put up a good point where they were like unless Hagrid collapses like ET does in your basket <laughs> then he can't be there if he's also in the ride as well. Yeah. So there, I'm like, I think that was just for fun for you to see. That's funny. Way. I didn't hear anyone say that. Oh, yeah. But I, 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 comment, I started laughing. I was like, <laughs> oh. And somebody was like, well, he'll collapse down like E.T. And I was like, the eight foot tall giant man <laughs> just I, goes I into your basket. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it pops up there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't like any of this. That's that's basically what happens there. But yeah, I am I am super super pumped. I only the only thing I hate is that this has to open up the same year as Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because um, yeah, and probably like the same time too is the problem. The same time as the one in Disneyland. Uh, yeah, I, I think Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge will come a couple weeks after this, but. Again, I'm not, I'm not, no one, well, actually the day this is released, we'll have more information on that. So I'm not even going to talk about it any further than that, but uh, at least here in Orlando, this will get a couple months to be the brand new marquee thing. And, you know, it's, this isn't going to pull people away from Disney as a whole. No, and that's not the point either, you know. It's just, I think in in the back and forth battle where you have people saying like, oh no, it's. First off, Universal is doing great things with the Wizarding World. And then, look, Disney makes Pandora, and it's so immersive, and and you have Flight of Passage, and it's the best ride ever. Ugh. I Ugh. I just based on what this ride is supposed to be, I don't know how people will be able to ride Flight of Passage and then come over and ride this and have an argument that a simulator, it's where a stationary yeah. simulator is better than this big long attraction and that's that's been my thing i i praised flight of passage like crazy it's i love the technology with with the seats that use i love how they trick your mind into not knowing when you're warping in and warping out i love all of that and then the effects that you have on the ride the smells it all works together seamlessly but it's still just a simulator at the end of the day and this this is going to be blending so many different things together And that's, to me, that's what I like. Like, if I have my choice of going to ride Slinky Dog Dash or Flight of Passage at Walt Disney World, I'm choosing Slinky Dog yeah, Dash. Yeah, I would choose Slinky Dog. Well, obviously, because we know how I feel about the other one. But yeah. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I just, I'd rather be moving through a physical environment, yeah. no matter what the attraction is. That's why I like Spider-Man. It uses screens, but you're also physically moving through an environment that's affected. That's why I don't, I like, I don't hate Flights of Passage. I'm not going to condemn anybody that likes it, but Fl- that's my Flight whole of Passage. F- flight of Passage, an individual flight. Um, but that's my thing with it, is that I don't think yeah. it's as innovative as people think make it out to be like oh this is the best thing ever i'm like it doesn't move yeah. i i think uh, again it has to deliver it has to work well every they couldn't have chopped any more budget like i know that one of the marquee points was the, at the spike point where you come up to the top and you hit your point where you're then going to go, go backwards, backwards down yeah. originally that was supposed to all be closed in and you know budgets change and oh really things get tight so you miss out on on moments like that that could have happened but as long as the majority of what was supposed to go in there ended up getting put in it is going to be continued to put in all of the foliage all the rock work all of that designs i really think that well, for at, yeah we're going to be moving through yeah. the forest now that's so much cooler than what we had before yeah. i think in my opinion based on spec based on everything all the rumors out there everything if it if it is brought to life the way it's supposed to be done, I think it will be the best thing in Orlando up until Galaxy's Edge opens up. Mm. And then, you know, I, I still love the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but I can't wait to see what, what Universal has to say next after that. But Oh, well, Nintendo, man. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and I think the continuing adventures of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and plus more. It's They've got it up their sleeve. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Yep. Yep. So that's all the the new stuff for now. And, you know, we recorded this on a Tuesday. So by Thursday, we'll know 10 other things that came out. A new park. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll be screwed. But in the meantime, we hope you really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you, Rhino, for being along with me on this conversation. Mm -hmm. I know you're hungry now with all that today cafe. I know. I I straight up was like, oh, I'm eating later. I want avocado right now, please. I want a toast. Want a toast. So. Thank you again so much, everyone. If you need more information, of course, as always, disunplug.com, home of our show notes page for this show, all the others on the Disunplug podcast network. Uh, you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our email address, uopodcast at disunplug.com. We still have that that uh, show for you, the question and answer show. We'll be doing that next week unless anything else breaks. So start looking on Facebook for that thread to ask your questions or always send them to us, uopodcast at disunplug.com or tweet at us at disuniversal. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell so you get notified anytime we have a new video coming out for Universal or anything else that we do. And of course, leave us fun comments below and hit the thumbs up. I didn't answer a lot of comments last week since I was on vacation. Uh, the past two weeks, that is, I was on vacation. But I will continue my stride forward. Now, moving on, if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. So that's going to do it again for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week again with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still have not changed the name. 